All right, and welcome back to another episode of the Just Asian Things podcast, the podcast where three Asian Americans today talk about how we're shitty Asians. I'm John Nguyen. I'm Chris Trung. I'm Mindy Huang. And we're going to be starting this episode with why Asians are... We should have left this to the guy who was invincible. No, no, I know. No. It's all good. I mean, basically, we're going to be talking about um, why Asian guys in particular have it so much harder, um, online dating especially. Um, yeah, it's not easy for Asian guys to get swipes from girls who aren't Asian. Yeah. So most of them, talking from my own experience, all of my swipes have been primarily Asian. And I think that that's a common trend that we see a lot, right? Yeah. How Asian men might be at the bottom of the totem pole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely much harder for Asian men because either it's because of their height or anything, their personality, that they anything on a, a, a rap sheet, basically, that you can just choose from. Right, we're basically almost stereotyped into a certain way and like how we, based on like how we were perceived, right? Yeah, and I think generally Asian men don't fit in that modern, I guess, like uh, attractive, you know what I'm talking about? Like the, mm-hmm. the, the standard. Yeah. Um, the- mostly for the most part. So it makes it a lot harder for us guys. But yeah, that's what this episode is about. If you've ever experienced anything like that, if you've ever been fetishized too as a girl, if you've ever wondered what it's like to date an Asian versus a non-Asian, stick around for this episode. We are going to be having a lot of fun with this topic. Yep. And with that, cue segue. Cue the segue. Cue segue. <laughs> <laughs> So you mentioned earlier, in order to before you can teach the game, you had to experience the game, and uh, Chris was one of those experiences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, how the fuck did that happen? It's a great experience, best experience of her life. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I first got into Tinder as a joke. It uh-huh. actually, I never. So it always made it. starts as a joke, though. <laughs> I know you're right. Or you're on the toilet and you're bored. Exactly. Like it's just you have to do something, and mm-hmm. you're like, you know, maybe I should try. But actually, my one of my other friends made it for me. Uh-huh. As a joke, but he didn't put any of my pictures on. It was just like whatever my Facebook was, uh-huh. and so it started from there. And we're like, we thought I thought that this was my other roommate and my other friend's account because uh-huh. I was going to help him playing as him. But it turned out we were like, why? And we're going through it. Like, why are there so many guys? I was like, wait, is my roommate gay? No, no, he's not. Uh-huh. So then I went through it, and then we looked in the profile, and it's actually my profile. And I was like. Ooh, this whole time uh-huh. so you got punked essentially you got tricked into yeah, a little bit tinder swiping yeah but the problem is was at the time i was in a relationship so that obviously did not go well uh-huh. but i we my friend and i who like found that we had made a profile on accident when you just click facebook or whatever yeah so then from there we just started like punking other people gotcha it sounds really bad but we were like just swiping right on everybody we're like hey What's up? Uh-huh. And then I would like say some stupid joke or like say some stupid pickup line mm-hmm. and then disappear into the wind. Something. Yeah. So you <laughs> magical behavior. Chris, yeah, yeah. Chris is one of those uh, swipe everyone's. Yes, actually. <laughs> that, that was my strategy. Just right swipe on my dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Worked out too for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we, we met and then we talked for a little bit. And at the time uh, when we started talking, I was already out of the relationship. Uh-huh. So we started talking and I forgot about him for a second because I had to deal with uh, 20 other people in my DMs. Sorry, Chris. Oh. <laughs> well, at least I made it through the screening process. Eventually, you had to, you know, like wait one of the three business days. Sort right. Of thing. Okay. One yeah. of the three business days. Mm-hmm. So he 
he actually I forgot about like responding to him at one point and then he messaged me back he was like so uh are we gonna hang out or what and I was like yeah you know what yeah let's do it fine uh-huh. I'm bored let's go uh-huh. <laughs> isn't that how so it always sorry. is boredom you get tinder Exactly. Boredom, you hang out with random We're strangers. Going through the same route. I can't tell you the amount of people that I only started talking to because I was bored. Yeah, I feel like everyone kind of goes through that at some point, especially when you're younger and you have more time mm-hmm. on your hands. Mm-hmm. Like I can't imagine doing that now as an adult. Like, oh, like older into your, in like either deep yeah. into like med school or mm-hmm. like deep into your career. It's right. like how the yeah. fuck you have time to like talk to everyone i definitely feel that like as you get older you value your time much more yeah your personal time mm-hmm. in college when everyone's like oh yeah we can just do whatever yeah, sort of thing okay. like no i need an appointment i need a time <laughs> yeah i need you to be here on the dot while i'm leaving you ass you know <laughs> <laughs> hence why you were so willing to hang out with me yeah because i was bored okay. <laughs> okay continue on with the story about how i greatly romance you I actually don't remember that. <laughs> you need to so, fill in the So the unforgettable, gaps. Chris. What'd uh, you do? <laughs> I, like, I, I don't memory. know how I first set you up on Tinder. I feel like it was probably just one of my straightforward pickup lines. Uh-huh. One of my dumb jokes. It might have been. And then I think you told me you were a firefighter. And then I sent you a joke about firefighting. It was like, are these wildfires happening because of the fires? Or is it because of you? Oh, yeah. Ooh, wait, so this was a post... Well, I, I was still in training during that time, mm. you know, just similar to how she was training to you know, eventually be a doctor. Yeah, yeah. I think that was one of the things that we had in common. I was like, oh, hey, cool, future yeah. doctor. We're both stuck. And she was like, oh, hey, cool, future firefighter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what happened was we agreed to get tacos because we both love tacos. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then we went somewhere and we like talked for like two hours and people around us were getting annoyed because we're just so loud. Yeah. And so... After that, like we started hanging out more. Mm-hmm. You have like, to fill in the blanks. Like here, one, <laughs> one or two more times. Gotcha. Yeah, but yeah. we were just making so much noise while we were getting tacos, and I think everybody was checking out our vibe because yeah. we were pretty intimate during that time. I think. Uh huh. Yeah, that's good. You guys were super comfortable right off the bat. Mm-hmm. I mean, clearly, if you guys were loud. But what happened? Why did uh, it kind of like dissipate? So I think right after we were talking for about a week and a half or so, I was notorious for having that two week deadline. Where within two weeks, I usually cut off somebody right then and there. Uh-huh. Um, so we were coming up right on that mark. So I think kind of for both of us, I wanted to keep talking to you-ish. And for some reason, you weren't about it, right? It wasn't yeah. a good time for you? No, yeah. Just because like, like I said, I was kind of coming out of a relationship already. And I was mm-hmm. like, my intention in going on these dating apps was just to hang out or like meet new people have new experiences sort of thing yeah less then, about finding another person yeah because like you know I, I just in the end when i sat down and thought about it i was just kind of wasn't ready for it and right. i i felt bad for like potentially leading someone on and so i was mm-hmm. like you know what you deserve better fly away baby bird mm-hmm. you know see it's funny because we had very different intentions her intention was very like i wanted to go on different experiences i want to you know, meet new people. Uh-huh. I just wanted to make out with girls, dude. <laughs> That's all I wanted to do. So we, I would say we both met our. Yeah, checklist. got your criteria, check mark done. Yep. Move on next type yes. of thing. Yeah, that was great. I remember though at that time that because I was on the, the apps a lot because I was bored in college that I actually set up like meeting with somebody like I think eight times a week. So that mm. was, that was rough. It, it sounds like not a big deal, but then it's actually a lot of work. No, I know how you feel. I did something really similar to like, no, not eight a week, but I would cram everyone up into one day. Oh my gosh. So what? I wouldn't do like, one day. yeah, I wouldn't do like seven or eight a week. 
So like one every day, I would instead do like three a day oh my for like goodness. two days or something. Like, and then like that I'm, way the rest of the week I'm free. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> a very organized yeah. person, but damn. That's how you schedule Ooh, things when you're single. Yeah. I know I, I was single that time. That's why I had one a day. You were Tuesday at that time. Okay. I, you were the Tuesday that, guy. That was how I was saved under her yeah. phone. Tuesday. That yeah. really was, though. Chris, for like Tuesday. a long time. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so then, like, uh, I feel bad for saying this, but, like, a lot of times I didn't save anyone's number because... Yeah, me, me either. Yeah, okay. But mm-hmm. then, like... That's a be, common thing, yeah. It'd be bad, though, if they message me, like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, who are you? you then you fucking scroll to the top yeah, of the text. Like, <laughs> you're, you're like, who the fuck is Why this person? Why was this guy's name again? Exactly. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, it would save us all the trouble if we just saved their name. But for save some reason... Worth it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Or sometimes I don't save someone's number until I met them. Yeah. At least met them in person. Even sometimes. then, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like... Yeah. That's why he was Tuesday, Tuesday for a long she's, time. I'm still saved in her phone as Tuesday. Yeah, mm-hmm. fucking who's this person? C Trizzy. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, who's uh, that again? C Tuesday. <laughs> C Tuesday. C Tuesday. Yeah, you need to change your handle now. Right. <laughs> okay. So you know, now that you've met a lot of people um, online, you know, you've gone on these dates, get your feet wet. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you transition slowly to you know being a quote unquote matchmaker? Explain basically. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of people, uh, especially guys, and even a subcategory that in within guys, Asian men have, I found more trouble in finding a match or any like potentials in dating life. Mm-hmm. Whether it's because of the, our stereotypes, whether like because they tend to be on the shorter end and everyone wants like six foot guys, whatever, mm-hmm. or like something about a stereotype that Asian men are very feminine or very weak. I don't know. So I'm, I noticed that there was this trend that like a lot of my Asian uh, male friends didn't were having trouble. And I, one day I just looked into one of my friend's profile to see like why you're having trouble. Yeah. So step one was I saw that his profile was all over the place. There was no good photos. All the the prompts were either like super generic and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? You need a total overhaul. Just okay. a makeover. Just a big glow. Total up. makeover. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, you need to take new photos. And I'm very specific. I'm like, if you want photos with your friends, that's fine. But you need to be not in the back. You need to be somewhere in the center. You need to be somewhere either to the left or the right of the center to know that, like... That's clearly you. Right. You just need your friends to be background extras, essentially. Exactly. And I personally, and I'm sure a lot of people do this, but I judge people by the vibe that they give in these photos. Mm-hmm. Like, if your friends look like they are total nerds, and I'm assuming by association, you are a nerd too. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not about it, then I'm like, okay, then this is not something that I'm going to be wasting my time on. Right, it just kills your lady boner. You're exactly. like, oh, no, this guy's a stock market bro. <laughs> Get on out of here. <laughs> How dare you make too much money? <laughs> <laughs> right. That makes yeah. sense. So would you go and like help them take better pictures too? Or is it more of like, here, here's the advice, you know, do it, come back to me and mm. let's see how you It was see, actually uh, a little bit changed. of both. Sorry, uh-huh. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but it was a little bit of both because depending on what they had available. Yeah. Like one of the men that I was helping, like he had no photos yeah. sort of thing. He didn't have like any good photos. It was either like blurry or too dark or like it just didn't put him in a good light. Especially as guys in the dating world, you need to be able to stand out somehow. You need to be able to catch a vibe the moment that someone sees it. Mm-hmm. So when you had generic responses like, oh, yeah, like I like to go travel, eat mm-hmm. and sleep or something. Yeah. Like, well, where do, you, where do you go from there? Snore. Sort of 
See, yeah. John, that's actually one of my secrets. Part of what contributes to my overall greatness is not just how I look, but also the charisma and the funniness, right? That's true. I have no idea. I think his profile was blank that time. <laughs> <laughs> and she still swiped right. So that's a testament to, you know, how just great my name, personality dude, just was. Just the vibe that your profile exactly. was given. She was like, <laughs> see Trizzy? <laughs> see Trizzy? Swipe right. I'm pretty sure it was an accidental swipe. But, <laughs> 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 but I'm glad it turned out well, you know. Like, right. like we're yeah, here like, now. So yeah, that's true. You're on this podcast <laughs> talking to our listeners. Exactly. Yeah. So interesting that I feel like you're right. Like Asian men, I think, generally have it a lot harder when it comes to modern dating, mm -hmm. I feel, right? Like, I think it's easier, if not easier, but like Asian guys maybe aren't on the same playing field if it's in person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so generally I feel like Asian dudes are on a similar, if not even playing field when they're in person because their charisma can shine through, their character and personality. Mm -hmm. But uh, online, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like most Asian dudes aren't just, are not photogenic. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for uh, them to articulate in writing, I think. So in the modern dating and swipe culture, I feel like generally Asian guys get put at the bottom of the, the total right. pool, basically. Yeah, I've you've seen a lot of those studies, too, where it shows like online dating is the hardest for Asian men uh -huh. versus in real life. And what I was noticing whenever I was swiping right on Tinder was most of my matches were mainly other Asians, too. Yeah. So like that Asian and Asian thing going on and which is basically different from when you actually meet people in real life, you get a chance to actually talk to them and it's less so just on how they look and it's more so like what you're saying, how they talk, how confident they are, if they're funny, how well the chemistry is. So not just based on physical appearance or mm -hmm. the, the perspective of physical appearance, right? Yeah. And I have I didn't have just Tinder, like, when I met you also. I had, like, what, all the other ones, like Hinge, mm -hmm. Coffee Meets Bagel, Bumble. Oh, so you were oh, out there, yeah. Exactly. So mm -hmm. that's why I say, like, I am the best at matchmaking. Uh -huh. Right. No You've seen you know? what, what works or, like, what works for men on yes. those other yes. apps, right, and other profiles. Yes. And I personally like Hinge the best just because you have the ability to set preferences. Maybe not as much now because it got more popular, but before you can set things like, what your deal breaker is like you can choose specific ethnicities or like height height was a big one for a lot of people mm. and i think that's why like asian men might have trouble in on site specifically like that one mm -hmm. where you can screen out height if someone wants someone only six foot and higher mm, yeah. then they're not gonna find these people yeah yeah if if that's a requirement was there also a similar setting for guys as well where they could put like how big the girls that they wanted to be see, i wish that was a thing because i definitely like see bus size or something yeah. yeah like if if how how much you weigh sort of thing yeah. and it's there's such a double standard like if you ask a guy oh how tall are you which is supposedly okay but when you ask a girl like oh how much are, do you weigh and then they get super offended they unmatch yeah Total it's, double that has never been a very fun conversation <laughs> for me i'm not gonna lie when they people ask you how tall are you no, like, like, in, re in response to that, I will ask something like, oh, oh hey, yeah, what's yeah. your bra size? You know, like, how big is your butt? Do you squat? How much do you squat? That's <laughs> what I really want to know. Yeah. Less than 200, no go. No go. No go. <laughs> if if she 200? squats less than 200 pounds, I'm out. That's a left swipe for me. Oh, yes. Yeah, I noticed that too. There is definitely a double standard here that mm -hmm. is not being met. But it's kind of interesting too, because I think going back to your point on like, oh, Asian men, generally only getting matched with asian women 
I've noticed that too for myself back when I used to like use these apps too, that online it'd be like 80% Asian women and like 20% like mm. Hispanic mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. But in person, in real life. Yeah. You've been, you've be, dated the entire rainbow, haven't you? Yeah. Like I would, uh, it'd be Steals. like, get like no, well, I wouldn't say I get no Asians because they weren't attractive or anything, but more so I didn't really go after Asians. Right. And I had felt, I felt like I had no problem going after not Asians at all. Like, mm-hmm. like white people, yeah, maybe that's people. like I had, I feel like I, ha- I was fair game. You know right. what I mean? I didn't feel like, Oh, I had no chance because I'm Asian But I, online. It was like mm, only Asian. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's also due to the fact that you're kind of a Twinkie. So maybe on the outside, you know, you look Asian, but you were channeling your inner whiteness, right? Like how you talk and how you <laughs> were at the time. <laughs> changes is completely his personality. Yeah, so, th- so even though you're Asian, they didn't even look at you like you're Asian. They were like, oh, yeah, this guy's white. I think I could pass as ambiguously Asian. Like you don't know what I am unless I tell you type of thing. I could see that about you. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I think maybe that was to my favor in that sense where it was like, wasn't super obvious. Like, man, is he like, what kind of Asian is he? But I think, but, but online though, I feel like clearly this guy is fucking Asian. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then thus, I only matched with basically only Asians. But how mm-hmm. tall are you though? Six. See, like I feel like that right there already puts you above a lot of other Asians. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I never put my height in my profile though. Oh, I see. Like that would have been a flex, dude. That would have gotten you easy game. Mm-hmm. Should I go back? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I'm not sure that's something that your girlfriend is going to like. Uh, yeah. Hey, girlfriend, for the sake of this podcast and for all an Asians out there, mm-hmm. I just need to go back on dating apps and just sw- start swiping right on these chicks. Okay. Yeah. Let me just change a couple factors, you know, that uh, the other Mindy recommended I do. And exactly. so. <laughs> what I do recommend yeah. doing is another way is that she make your profile and then she can swipe for you. Oh. Yes. And. Basing on my own experience of having done that, uh-huh. it's actually really fun. So <laughs> yeah, you're it's... you're essentially saying to his girlfriend just to be his pimp. I mean, mm. I never said anything out. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Mindy, so your boyfriend right now is Asian, mm-hmm. but you mentioned that you've gone on dates though with with non Asians. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like because they weren't Asian, there was something that there was a barrier that caused you or stopped you from moving further with them or why did you you know yeah decide to you know date an asian boyfriend or have an asian boyfriend <laughs> no yeah no i i understand when you're going with this uh i think in my time yes there was um there was definitely a cultural barrier mm-hmm. sort of thing and in terms of like i like certain things and that tends to be from asian culture like anime or mm-hmm. certain asian foods and stuff like that and Dating someone outside of that culture is a little bit difficult because, you know, like it's it's difficult to say, oh yeah, I want to try these things. I like anime sort of thing when they never really were exposed to it growing up, and the likelihood of liking it at that point was a little bit on the lower end. Mm-hmm. So like, these things were important to me, and so therefore like it t- turned out that I couldn't really date other eight like non non Asian right. races. Yeah. So it's almost like a cultural thing, right? Because mm-hmm. more more often than not, Asians will understand what other Asians have been through mm-hmm. versus, let's say, a different race where they don't <clears throat> grow up these same things where it where they don't get yelled at for not starting the rice, right? Oh, yeah. So if you talk about something like that to someone else who's Asian, they're like, oh, yeah, my mom used to yell at me all the time for not cooking the rice. 
So the shared commonalities, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I so I grew up very whitewashed and I yes still have yes I have some of these Asian commonalities through my early early upbringing cuz I lived with my grandparents in the heart mm-hmm. of OC and Garden Grove. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I hit middle school and and throughout high school, uh, I think like those are really important transformative years of your youth, right? Yeah. I was super whitewashed because my mom put me in a white school district. Um, so I think at that point I kind of lost or p- purposely pushed down that Asian heritage, and I just embraced my whiteness. Mm-hmm. So when I started um, dating. I didn't really look or care for that mm-hmm. Asian commonality, um, but I grew an appreciation for it as I grew older, right? Right. And then, not until not even that long ago, I got into anime. Yeah. And now it's like <laughs> super important for me exactly. that the person I date has to like anime because uh, I was seeing someone at the time when I just got into anime, and this person was an Asian. And then she just totally didn't get it, right? She didn't get it. And I'm like, yo, you have to watch this, like, sort of online. It's fucking amazing. It's the best anime you'll ever watch. Like, why are you watching this cartoon? Yeah, it's trash. Like, but aren't you like an adult? <laughs> like, shut up. Yeah, <laughs> that's why they're not dating anymore, obviously. Exactly. Yeah. Anime is life. If she doesn't watch anime, y'all need to break up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is why I thought it was kind of funny thinking about it. I'm like, whoa, like, it's super important for me for someone to like anime. And that yeah. seems mm-hmm. like such a trivial small insignificant matter right. but mm-hmm. it matters to me you know yeah i mean no it's like especially in a relationship you tend to like do things like watch tv together and yeah. anime is like another television show in which you watch together enjoy yeah and it kind of makes me a little bit mad that anime is considered cool now uh-huh. whether as way back when in like the 90s and early 2000s if you watch anime you considered it like a, a total weirdo yeah, yeah. weirdo nerd exactly geek. i was definitely slightly bullied about about it because they're like oh you watch anime yeah my p <laughs> my ptsd is beginning triggered right now yeah. based on that <laughs> i feel you i think the the small amount of people at, at my school growing up that did like anime for sure like people ragged on them mm-hmm. um I remember, and john was there in the forefront is like <laughs> ragged them too. I, I would never watch anime ever jeez now look at you i know i think that was around the time too death note was like a really big thing like 2006 oh, yeah. era and i like asked some friends that were watching i'm like what the fuck are you watching it looks so <laughs> stupid um but i see i get their point now yeah one of us one, one of, of us, us. Uh, it's so funny <laughs> that you find it like anime after all this time i guess you're kind of like a born again asian huh yeah, I did feel <laughs> reborn again. Dude, it's so funny because my girlfriend right now is Vietnamese, just like me. And, I mean, I grew up eating Vietnamese food all the time. But um, now whenever I go to my grandparents' house for dinner or something on, like, the weekends and I eat Vietnamese food, um, like, whatever they cook, they're always like, what the fuck John's eating? <laughs> what the fuck is John eating right now? He's eating our food? And I'm oh like, what God. are you talking about? I always eat this food. He's like, no, it's only because you're dating some Vietnamese now. And I'm like, no. <laughs> um, but I have to admit that, like, that is also somewhat true. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, like I, like you said, Chris, I, I do feel like a born again Asian. Um, but yeah, I, and these are things that I didn't think were important to me back then, mm-hmm. but they are important to me now. Like it, it changes, right? The, right. The, your tastes can change. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, 
we're older and wiser now and supposedly more responsible yeah but i don't know i can't really speak to that last one either so yeah and i know you so i can't speak to that for you either <laughs> okay you're supposed to back me up no yeah. you know i also thought it was really funny from an outsider's perspective being part of non mostly non-asian friend groups growing up before college um even actually in in college because you know, you have like different little communities or, or groups you hang out with, and mm-hmm. I think most of them were Asian for me. Yeah. So it was just interesting to me from an outsider's perspective, though, seeing like on social media, um, the few Asian friends I had, they mainly only hung out with Asians, right? They go to fucking like Vegas or something, and they group picture, and it's all like fucking Asians. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, the Asian tribe. <clears throat> um, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Right? I, I didn't get it, and I'm like, oh, that's that's strange. Um, but. I'm now part of that community too, right? And I'm doing it. And I mainly only hang out with Asians now. Yeah. And I don't know how I fucking got here, but I fucking love it. John's a late bloomer. So now he's doing all of the typical OC things where he'll go to Vegas with his Asian squatty. He'll go to raves, festivals, wow. watching anime. Just he's finally a true Asian. Yeah. And you're over it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm over my that phase right now. Yeah, I'm. I'm in my homebody phase. Yeah, you're like, dude. I just want to fucking play some Pokemon right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that what you were doing earlier before I got here? You were just like <laughs> playing Pokemon. Yes. <laughs> no shame in it. It's just I think it's hilarious though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it just came out. It's a good. It's a fun one. But um, yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was so interesting to me, like seeing like why do Asians generally only hang out with Asians, uh, and. I know, and I can see it now. It's like you don't have that barrier; you just have that shared commonality and trait. Uh, it makes dating easier too. Mm-hmm. It, also, it definitely also makes eating food easier too. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, dating another Asian is just so easy because if you guys have the same last name Nguyen, odds are if you guys get <laughs> married, you won't even have to change your paperwork. Yeah, you guys save some money, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? What what better way to save money on having the last name than marrying your fifth cousin removed oh god i don't want to think about that <laughs> <laughs> uh are you and your boyfriend the same type of uh asian nationality uh he's actually ethnically chinese but his family had immigrated to vietnam so he has a, a vietnamese last name okay. oh yes. so chinese so but... not my fifth uh cousin so there's no chance that. that you and your boyfriend are related at all maybe like a thousand years ago or something but like no no not right now our genes are now are, are yeah, far exactly. enough <laughs> okay <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Uh, yeah also i think like to add on to why asians also date other asians though there's probably also an influence from my parents for sure because mm, my parents that's true my parents like definitely they say oh yeah just date whatever whoever so long as they're family people they're good people but really, though, they're like, no, we want no. you to date like another. All Asians person. are all older. Asians are uh, low key, but not really low key racist. Exactly. <laughs> Asian. They're very not low key at all. <laughs> <laughs> Asian moms. Asian moms just want you to date another Asian. Like low key, real dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My mom too. I think at one point my family all wanted that for me too, and they like gave up. It was like, oh, I see. John's not really dating yeah. Asian. Like whatever. Uh, but they're so stoked for me now. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then uh, my co- I have a cousin who's around the same age as me. So, you know, as Asian family members often do, they often like compare and they yeah. often group you together. Mm-hmm. Um, so when, you know, there are pros and cons to that. So with my cousin, when he brought home his girlfriend who is not Vietnamese but still Asian, mm-hmm. yes, they're happy for him, but there's that language barrier there. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah. But they all speak English though, like fluently. It's just that she's she doesn't speak Vietnamese, 
So naturally, they have a higher affinity and love my girlfriend way more. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> Secretly, low key, still racist, but in in my case right now, it's like Wilkins a pro. So hey, Mindy, I we we just finished talking about dating Asians and dating non-Asians, right? Part of that shared common background. Mm -hmm. But as an Asian chick, Asian female, Asian you know girl. <laughs> How, you. As a woman, as a woman, do you, do you have any concerns about being fetishized uh, with people who date who want to date you just because you're Asian? Yes, that's definitely happened a few times, and mm. oh. I'm sure that that subconsciously that's why I also veered away from non-Asians because of that. Mm -hmm. How like Asian women have this stereotype like we're very submissive and we're right. like geisha-like, very like soft and stuff and whatever, and so. I've definitely had like some messages like during this dating app phase of mine where it's like, oh yeah, you look very beautiful for an Asian woman. And I'm like, what does that oh, mean? What does yeah. that mean? I, I always hate that, don't you? It's like, oh, you look really good for an Asian guy. Mm -hmm. You look very hot for an Asian girl. Yeah, thank you. You talk about uh, what? <laughs> I'm like, what does that have to do with anything, you know? And yeah. that's, those lines typically indicate that this is not going to go well right. at all. That's yeah. red flag number one. Exactly. Like, and I'm, I'm like not really having the time to uncover all the other red flags yeah. it's going to give me. So, yeah. So, I ha have you guys ever experienced anything like that as Asian men, though? Because I'm sure there's this a population that's into, like, Asian men. For me, it was more so when, when I was outside of California. Because you know how California has such a big Asian bubble? Mm -hmm. um, I spent about a month living in, I think it was Missouri. And over there, you know, it's a lot of white people. And when I was on Tinder... Like everybody I was swiping was white. So like yeah. I met this chick one night and I think she low key, you know, swiped right just because I was Asian yeah. for whatever reason. And I mean, it worked out fine because our interests were aligned that night. Yeah. I should say. I you told me about this. Yeah. The stop sign girl. Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So our, our interests were aligned. So I didn't think anything of it, but a little bit now after the fact, now that I'm recollecting upon my memories, I'm like, Wait a second. <laughs> I got used? Yeah. <laughs> I was objectified? You're a rare Pokemon. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you're a rare, you're a shiny. All, all she wanted was to objectify this Asian dick. Yeah. So. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I, on the other hand, have not felt like I've been fetishized for being Asian. I think, if anything, um, I've tried to actively avoid my asian identity whenever i would date mm -hmm. right uh because maybe it was like fear of rejection because i was asian oh. so if anything i wouldn't uh, want to embrace my asian side so you know conversely because of that i didn't feel like i was objectified or right. fetishized just because i was asian uh, but i do think because yes depending on like you know, how I dress and how I do my hair and whatever, I do kind of look ambiguously Asian. Mm -hmm. And maybe I that was to my advantage in a way of like, oh, I think someone actually told me this too. It was like, because I'm like very dark skinned and I mm -hmm. can get even darker. I like like exotic in a way. So I guess in that way, maybe like exotic. using, yeah, <laughs> using like my, I guess, I don't know, looks because of my ethnicity to my advantage. But other than that, like, I don't think I ever wanted to be called out as Asian while yeah. dating because like i definitely have noticed like certain people tend to treat me nicer in comparison for example like when i'm working and then side by side if i would interact with 
customer A or something, then and then a coworker of mine would interact with the same customer A, who is a non-Asian woman, and then our interactions are very different, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it makes me think that is it because of a certain factor like my race? Like, hmm, what's that one race? thing that's different? What could it possibly mm-hmm. be? Must be because I'm so good looking. (laughs) (laughs) Chris, your phone keeps going off. We're trying to close the episode here. Oh man, I'm sorry. I'm a father guy. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's uh, it for this week's episode of the Just Asian Things podcast. We hope you enjoyed our perspectives around why it's shitty for Asian guys to date online. Yeah, honestly, all we Asian guys really want is just to get our dicks wet. So just like every other guy out there. Just like every other guy. Asian guys are no different from any other guy. Confirmed. Yes, Confirmed. We're all fucking animals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On a more serious note, it's cool that we get a chance to talk about these things that doesn't really get talked about, right? Yeah, I feel like it's not a really common topic. Tabla, but tacos? Tacos, tacos. Topic. Down to get tacos out of this? Um But yeah, I feel like it's not a common topic for Asian men in particular to talk about because I mean, no one wants to feel demasculated, and I feel like talking down on your dating ratio or something. You know, what I mean, like, hard to get girls basically because you're an Asian dude. Like, mm-hmm. no one, no one says these things. Which is why it's so important that you guys keep supporting this podcast because we're gonna keep talking about the shit that no one else talks about—the real hard truth. No, support not just the podcast but our community by swiping right on Asian dudes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Swipe right on an Asian dude today. Also support me by um, following me on Instagram as the matchmaker, by the way, if you need any love life issues resolved. <laughs> <laughs> she will help get that dick wet. She will help you get your right swipes. She will help you get your matches and get a little bit something something. Okay. And uh, support us too by following us on Just Asian Podcast or dropping that five star review on Apple Podcasts. If you guys want to see more cool stuff about us talking about Asian men having sex, drop us a review. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah, I, fuck yeah, all right. <laughs> I guess the podcast is over. Done. <laughs> we out.